Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Tired of ads interrupting your gripping investigations? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Ads shouldn't be the scariest thing about true crime. Start listening by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash true crime ad free. That's amazon.com slash true crime ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. In a lot of workplaces, you might find that fun, friendly guy who everyone loves. They joke around, everyone laughs. They're basically the life of the party at work. These people are rarely in any role of responsibility because it's pretty hard to be that funny, light, entertaining guy and also the responsible guy. But what if that guy was promoted to manager? What if that responsibility and stress revealed a nightmarish side that had previously not been seen? A bully who would harass, micromanage and pressure you into breaking rules for his own benefit. And what if he did it to you and you alone, leaving everyone else thinking he was still that fun, friendly guy? That's exactly what happened to Alicia when fun, friendly Rob became her manager. I'm Sam Blacker and you're listening to I Work With A Nightmare. I started this job over 10 years ago and it was a kind of like a dream job for me and I was so happy to get this role and I hadn't met anyone because I was based regionally so I hadn't met anyone on my team of 25 so I was kind of left in the lurch until I had to attend conference and meet them all then and it was about six months into the role. The conference was a chance for Alicia to meet people and it started things moving slowly. So I went to a conference down in Brisbane and then after I met everyone on my team, Rob came to my regional town to train me up. That training session was her first one-on-one time with Rob, and at the time, there were no red flags. The first training went really well. This person's very friendly, and one of the, um, what, what do you call them, the, the likeable people on the team. Rob was the fun one, and that's fine when they don't have responsibility. Unfortunately, that changed. So then we kept on doing our job and this person, Rob, uh, was made line manager after a few years into the role. At the time, this didn't seem like an issue to Alicia. Look, because I was new, I didn't really know too many people and being remote, you don't really have a relationship with everyone. So I just thought, oh, well, here we go. What's going to happen, you know? Unfortunately, the new position seemed a bit too much for Rob. So the business changed a little bit of focus and there was a bit of pressure put on Rob and I was one of seven girls on Rob's team and I just didn't believe in him in me telling lies and just so that he could get a bonus I guess and we clashed heads quite often. And these lies were quite particular. So if we had to record some data and I believe the data was not in the, the shop 
then he would say, just say it's in the shop, please. And I'd say, no, it's not in the shop because it doesn't reach us in time. And he'd say, well, I don't care, just tick it because we need it ticked because I need to look perfect. After a few clashes on these issues, Alicia decided she had to take things higher, but it didn't go as well as she hoped. I recorded this higher up above him, but because they're all friends with him, uh, I was never looked after properly in that sense because they all backed him and not me. To everyone else, he was still friendly, happy Rob, and that made it pretty hard for others to recognise a change if they weren't being directly affected. But it wasn't just the requests to lie that caused issues for Alicia. Many other issues started to rise from how Rob handled his position of authority. Look, he would, he would ring me up and say, oh, I wish you could be more like such and such on the team. And he'd always say, oh, don't write things in emails because I don't want a paper trail. Just ring me up. And he would just bully and bully you. And he would micromanage you so bad. And he would just not trust you to do the job sometimes. And even if you did the job and you had the proof, it still wasn't good enough for him because you weren't like this person on his team that everyone should be like. Constantly comparing co-workers is a recipe for disaster and definitely doesn't build an effective team, especially when he was doing this so often and with such negativity. Every time he rang, he would never, ever have something good to say about any work you've done. And if you did something good, you would say, oh, but I did this good. They'd say, yeah, but not as good as such and such did it all the time. But he was still Rob, the friendly guy. So Alicia tried to build a connection with him. I thought, OK, I'm going to try to get to know this person and be nice and everything. So I told him some personal stuff that I was going through. Like I had some problems with my children and stuff like that. I asked him not to tell anyone. He said, no, 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 I won't. I, I trust me and all this. And then I get this phone call from someone else on my team. Oh, sorry to hear about your daughter. I'm like, how did you find out? And they said, oh, I found out from Rob. I'm like, no, like, you couldn't tell him anything. After that backfired, she didn't trust him. And the paranoia that comes with that lack of trust can be exhausting on its own. Unfortunately, it didn't stop there. And in return, he hammered her with relentless requests. And he would would micromanage you so bad that he'd ring you in the morning, he'd ring you in the afternoon, he'd ring you, he'd, he would just hammer you all day just by phoning up, what's wrong, what's wrong, what have I done? Because I'd reported him higher and he was bullying me like, why didn't you call me first? You shouldn't have gone higher. Why do you tell people these stories? And I'd say, well, you've done these. And he'd say, no, I hadn't. So he basically said he didn't do anything. It didn't help that throughout all this, no one else seemed to see what Alicia saw. It just was a bit of a clash because the six other girls on the team just idolise him and think the sun shines out of his butt. But because I just didn't go along with the yes and no's just to keep him happy and get his pay rise, that's all it was. The demands to lie, the relentless calls in and out of work hours and comparisons to other staff eventually took their toll on Alicia and she asked to take a few days leave. Rob's response wasn't what she'd hoped for. He said, no, you don't need time off because you've, we're doing, I'm doing nothing wrong and you've got to do your work. And I said, no, I've got to have time off. Even doctor-endorsed sick leave was not enough to shield her from Rob. I went to my GP, she gave me some time off and then because I just sent him the work certificate and said, I need time off, 
he was just still ringing and ringing until my husband got in there and said, just leave her alone, you know? Just leave her alone. The stress was extreme and ended up significantly impacting on Alicia's health. Yeah, I ended up having almost six months off of work due to, I was so overwhelmed and stressed. I had chest problems, I had heart heart problems and everything and I was put on like a few days a week work which was nice and um, I managed it myself by not answering the phone calls letting him go into message bank until I got stronger to be able to deal with him again. So she took time, she developed strategies but eventually she had to return to work and rob. I had those techniques to manage him and then the micromanaging was still that bad and the phone calls were still that bad and there's other people on my team that have other managers and I've told them I had a date set and I was leaving last year because it was just too much and then the angels came down and I got a new manager and it's just heaven. (laughs) She's under a different manager now and there have been zero issues. She's free. Unfortunately, the same can't be said for others in Rob's team. So one of my friends is working under him now and he just can't cope. He's just had uh, three weeks off. He is so overwhelmed. He vomits every day before he goes to work. He vomits twice he's at work. Rob is just doing exactly what he did to me. When the fun, friendly guy has to be in a position of authority, they often don't handle that authority well and responsibilities have to be picked up by someone else. But that other person isn't the boss and that can cause a lot of clashes. And for Rob and whoever works under him, those clashes will probably continue. I hope you enjoyed Alicia's story, as sad and difficult as it may have been. If you feel like you've gone through something similar or worked with any kind of a nightmare in your workplace, I'd love to hear from you. You can reach out through my website, samblacker.com. I work with a nightmare on Instagram or my Facebook page, Sam Blacker on Facebook. While you're there, or maybe on iTunes or any of the other apps, feel free to give the podcast a review or a rating. It really helps to get the message out, and the more people who hear, the more stories we'll end up getting. I'll be back in two weeks with another story. Until then, good luck at work. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.